Hello and welcome to Perspectives, the podcast with your host, AJ Bussey and Latara Venice, that mom and son duo who have a lot to say and some stuff to share. We're so excited to bring this show to you. Grab your favorite drink, have a seat and enjoy the show. Hello, you are listening to the Wisdom and Perspective podcast with your host, Latara Venice and AJ Bussey, that mom and son duo that always have something to say. <laughs> I am Latara, by the way, and we had to um, edit this particular podcast that you're about to listen to with Teresa Horn. So we're pretty much starting Um, from where she is introducing herself. We had a lot of issues in the beginning of the podcast, a lot of static, a lot of in and out, just all kind of crazy stuff. So this is going to be a great interview. So you are about to hear Teresa introduce herself, and then we will um, have this great conversation. Enjoy this talk about spirit-led health and wellness. We're so glad you're listening. I'm Teresa Horn. Uh, Sisterhood of Strong is my business. Married to Tony, and we've been married for 26 years. Uh, We have five sons. We have homeschooled for at least 20 years. I'm a personal trainer, soul care practitioner, fitness nutritionist. My journey was unconventional and um, completely God orchestrated in 2014. I was actually, I was the year before. So 2013, I was rolling up to turn in 40 and I was, uh, about 335 pounds. The the one I got on the scale and, um, I was trying to be healthy. I wanted to lose weight, doing all the things that I thought I should do. My doctor was super supportive and helpful. And I was not being successful with weight loss. And I was, I remember praying and asking God, you know, just, I need, you know, help me with this. I've seen other people lose weight, uh, lose a lot of weight. And I felt like it was a miracle like you know like that is amazing i want to be able to lose weight like that too and i want it just like that mm-hmm. but that was not my experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, my doctor suggested weight loss surgery and i was like Mm-mm, no that is not for me that i'm be super honest i was like that's cheating that is not you know that's not what i want to do about a year of trying on my own I said, let me go look into this weight loss surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went to a, um, a like an information session. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was like praying about it. And I had this piece about having surgery. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked, like mm-hmm. <laughs> to be really, I was mm-hmm. just like, wow. But I, I left the information session just knowing that this would be, you know, knowing that that's the path that I should uh, go on. I remember having the conversation with my husband and he was like, I don't think so. Like, (laughs) I feel like we could do this. Like we could do it. And I was like, we've tried that. Mm -hmm. We've tried doing this together. And it was probably like the first time I ever really was like, "Mm -mm, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And whether you support it or not, this Mm -hmm. is the step that I'm taking, which is like a whole big deal, right? (laughs) But it really was the step that I should be taking. In hindsight, I know that completely. I lost 150 pounds um, and fell in love with lifting weights, going to the gym. The biggest, and we could talk about, we'll talk about that more, I know, but the biggest lesson that I learned in that process is if I had lost 150 pounds um, doing like a more conventional diet, mm-hmm. I would be sitting here today saying, this is what you should do. This is how I did this. This is the, the, uh, the blueprint. This is the, the way it should be mm-hmm. because this is what I did. And this is how I was successful with all those eyes in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But because of the journey that I went on, what I can say to people is you need to take that to God. You need to submit and surrender and he will show you the health journey for you to go on. Mm, that's good. Because mm -hmm. all of our journeys are going to be different because we want to live a healthy life. Yeah. Right. We don't want mm -hmm. to just do something for a while, get the result that we want and then go back to doing what we did before. We want God to transform our life so it's healthy and whole for us. Mm -hmm. So we don't you know, if we repeat what somebody else does, that's not the plan for us. God created us all individually and our health journeys are going to be different. So we need to go to him to get the health plan. And it's not going to be just what we eat. It's going to be how we move. It's going to be how we pray. It's going to be our relationship with um, the people we love. It's going to be the, our relationship with, you know, people we come across in the grocery store. It's a healthy life. So mm -hmm. um, that's, I think, I know that had I, I went through my journey differently, uh, I wouldn't be able to so confidently uh, give that information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, I like that. And I like that you heard the Holy Spirit. You know, it's something I was just talking to somebody a couple of weeks ago about um, a capital loan, taking a capital loan out. They were kind of like struggling with it. And I was like, well, do you have peace with it? You know, like not not worldly whew, peace, but that kind of like, I know there's something I need to do. And I was like, well, then if you have peace with it, then there may be a reason why God is saying go with that. And, and trust me, it'll be paid off because I've been there, done that. Right. So you're right about that, having to go with peace. And I love that because in the fitness industry, I remember one time AJ and I, we had, we were at a gym and, um, I, I, the gym where they're not supposed to, you know, bully you or make you feel bad or whatever. And, <clears throat> And I think that was the, the one we were at some gym. I think that was it though. And uh, uh -huh. people were staring at me. That was that when I was like at my heaviest, I'm trying to get healthy. And it was really hard because you walk into places like that. And, and then you get these trainers who make you go, jump, 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 go, 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 go. You know, and you're like, do you see how fat I am? You know what I'm saying? And do you hear my breath? You must want me to fall out. And not really assessing your your body type or even, you know, who you are, or, you know, how you flow or what have you. And um, it can be hard because they teach you this grind and hustle mentality, you know, in the fitness industry. Grind it out, grind it out, you know. And there's a difference between working diligently. I don't even like to say working hard anymore because hard is a harsh word. So working diligently um, and then grinding and hustling, Right. You know, being consistent, that's working consistently versus grinding and hustling. Um, and so I love that how God took you through this process and then taught you these lessons, because when I see people, a lot of people who have the weight loss surgery, they gain the weight back. And it tells me that they, they didn't come from a whole perspective, right? You may not have been whole. Coming from a whole perspective means coming from God's perspective, period, point blank. They didn't come from a perspective of the kingdom. And, and so then they struggle here. And I'm pointing to my heart. They struggle here and they try to be mind over matter, not knowing it's a hard thing you have to really do. And, and, and so they end up gaining the weight back are continually being sick because they're not eating properly. You know, I know people who had to be hospitalized continually after weight loss surgery because mentally or rather emotionally they weren't ready it's not even a mental thing it's emotional right and so i love that that god took you through that process and then as you were going through the process because i know some of your story um you were going through the process you learned wait a minute hold on i've had this surgery but i've got a work to do around this talk a little bit about that because i think isn't there a story about pound cake in that yeah, there is. Yes. <laughs> there is a story about that. Share that story and just talk about that shift for you. Yeah. So you brought up people gaining weight back. And I I was definitely, I've seen people gain weight back with weight loss surgery, with um, 
all types of different ways. They lose, oh, yeah. lose a lot of weight and then they mm -hmm. gain it back. And I think that goes to a lot of things, but why do we gain the weight in the first place? And for some of us, not all of us, but for some of us, we've gained the weight from emotional stacking. We don't know how to uh, handle, deal with our emotions, at, you know, take them to the feet of Jesus and, you know, be healed. So we eat instead. Mm -hmm. And when you do a diet plan or whatever, you can maybe hold back. Um, I call it white knuckle through and lose weight. But at some point, you're going to have your pound cake, mm -hmm. <laughs> your pound cake moment. And for me, my dad, we lost my dad unexpectedly in 2016. So two years after, you know, weight loss surgery, I was, you know, uh, maintaining well, loving everything about it, had become a personal trainer at that point. And then we lost my dad and I didn't have any, well, I did have some, I didn't have a wealth of, of uh, ways to handle emotions. Mm -hmm. And so it was really a struggle. And I remember I hadn't really eaten sweets or anything like that up until that point. But I remember um, a lady in uh, our community who makes this amazing pound cake brought a pound cake over and I remember looking at it and thinking, so one of the things that I go through in my mind when I'm deciding whether to eat a, you know, something sweet or not is like, how bad do you really want that? You know, and I was looking at how often can you get it, right? Like you can get a Snickers bar anytime you want to. So that mm -hmm. to me is not tempting. Mm -hmm. But this pound cake, I was like, you know, you're not going to be able to have Mrs. Holmes pound cake. <laughs> this is this is a whole thing. And I looked at it and really thought about it. And you know, it was like the Holy Spirit also showed me this pound cake is a trigger for you. Mm -hmm. You know, are you going to eat it or are you going to pass it up? And I was like, I'm going to eat it, Lord. <laughs> and eat it, I did. And then I had to deal with the um, repercussions of eating it, right? Mm -hmm. Because there was a consequence. Mm -hmm. And I had to face the consequence. And it wasn't gaining back all the weight, right? You know, it could have been. I could have let it be one thing that led to another thing when it led to another thing. But it was, um, I had to be like, okay, now you have opened this door. Now you have to close it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, <laughs> which was really, really hard mm -hmm. to close that door for me. So it was, it was the first time that the Holy Spirit showed me um, you are going to have to set boundaries and you're going to um, have to maintain those boundaries. And that's, that's what my story is going to be about. You know, that is how my journey is going to be. My husband can <clears throat> look at pound cake, same amazing pound cake. He likes pound cake, but he can eat a half a piece of pound cake and then leave it on the plate and mm. just walk away. Nah, right. Nah. And just be like, eh. It's good, but I don't really, I don't, I'm full or, you know, I don't need to finish that right now. That's not my story. Mm -mm. I'm going to eat right? that whole baby you and know, the crumbs. Me, I, mm -hmm. Right. I have to set a boundary and it's different for me, which is okay. Mm -hmm. And I have to, you know, that's okay. We have this lie that it should be easy. I should be able to have that, you know, like. No, you shouldn't. Who told you you should? Right. You know, we have to have boundaries. You know, God created boundaries. <laughs> go stepping on my toes. Think about, yeah. It just made me think about, like, you know, Adam and Eve had the whole garden. There was one tree. Right? Mm -hmm. That's a boundary. Mm -hmm. That is a boundary. We have to be able to live within our boundaries. And we can live without it within our boundaries because if we could not, then God wouldn't have set it up that way. So, so she's just stepping on my toes today. So, um, that's good though. That was good. <laughs> but that was good. And <laughs> and the reason I say that was good is because I think 
a lot of people, number one, they don't realize that it is okay to have boundaries, especially on like uh, a weight loss journey, uh, you know, but number two, people don't, I'll use myself as an example. April 20th will make seven years that I've been in this career field. Um, very excited about that. Seven years that I've been in this career field. Um, and my year, I remember when I first started, I had dropped all, like I dropped so much mm -hmm. weight, but I didn't have boundaries. And all the weight I had dropped, I put back on and I gained a little bit extra and I gained a little bit extra and then I lost a whole bunch and I had no boundaries still and I gained it right back. And then I lost even more and this is recent left went somewhere no boundaries and and I and I allowed I allowed the wrong people to speak into my life and I allowed that to affect me and then what happened I had opened up I think one of the first conversations me and my mom had I said it if I kept the light on in my kitchen because if I wasn't doing one thing, I was going straight to the kitchen to go get some food because I had like, you know, and, and that really, that really sits with me because that's one thing that I'm, uh, when I, when I talk to my clients about, okay, we've made this progress. Now you have to start saying no to these things because when you make that progress and you're so proud of yourself and, and you, and, and I'm a kind of afraid I'm in this with a question you know, um, I try to stress to them how important it is to say, okay, now that I've done this, look at what we look at where you don't want to go back to, you know? And so what I, what I would ask to you is like, how would you say, or what would you suggest to someone who is in, uh, a situation of needing boundaries? And I'm not even talking about just from the physical health, but as well as like that spiritual and that mental health, because that's the physical all ties to that, right? When you drop that Absolutely. weight, it all ties to that. And so what would be something that you would suggest to someone in terms of, you know, picking up those habits of setting boundaries? That's a great question. And uh, I would suggest we, we want to start with God. We want to start with God. And when we talk about boundaries, for me, it was a very, it was very overwhelming. And so, um, and I actually, you know, Latara is my mentor. And so the first, when I had this, you know, had to learn this, the first thing she told me is start with the boundary of no. And yes. just saying no <laughs> and taking a pause, stepping back and saying, okay, yeah. I just need to say no say it with grace and, and love because often that no is to other people, but then also a no to yourself. And that is usually, we can say no to other people, but the no to ourselves because we have to sit ourselves down. And when we sit ourselves down, that means we get quiet and all those voices that we're running from, we hear them, you know, uh, the voice, Often, you know, I'm talking to clients and the voice is, you're too fat, you're too ugly, you're not good enough. When you sit yourself down and say no, you hear those voices. But you're sitting yourself down with your heavenly father. And what he says about you is you are worthy, you are loved, you are beautifully and wonderfully made. So when we sit ourselves down, we say no, we can start to hear the voice of God and what he is saying. So the first boundary is no. And to just take a big, deep breath of what God is saying about you, to absorb what the word, you know, what the word says about you, to be renewed by God. And then you can look at, okay, where are the places where I need to create a boundary that is, you know, um, a healthy boundary. 
But no is a start because that puts everything on pause and gives you the opportunity to um, kind of like to really heal and then be able to set a boundary that's healthy that you can maintain. Because we don't want to be stuck in no, which is a whole other thing, right? Yeah. That's good. One thing that I, I kind of want to key in on and, and I'll kind of pass it off to you, mom, is you, you had mentioned healing. And I've recently kind of changed a little bit of how I present myself as a trainer, uh, you know, because one thing I've learned is, is when I'm when I'm working with my clients and they come in is, you know, we're trying to maybe correct an imbalance. Right. So we're trying to heal something there or we're trying to heal the confidence that was maybe destroyed or was just never you know, present it as like something that's available. You know what I mean? Um, I have, I have several clients who when we're working together and they're making incredible progress and it's, and then we have to focus on the healing because they're just talking down on themselves and there's no, and you, and going back to that boundary of where, you know, where you say, where you say start with no and you sit there and then you got to sit with self Mm -hmm. and, they're sitting there and they're going, oh, well, you know, I could do this if, and I said, well, we don't talk like that in this weight room. We can't say I could do this. If we're going to say, I will do this because, and then that starts this chain reaction of healing mentally, as well as emotionally, which transforms, which helps transform the physical. Cause you'll never be able to transform the physical if you can't, switch up how you think and how you feel about yourself let me stop because i'm about to listen listen i I gotta stop now (laughs) listen because i'm my own best story right about those kind of things and um um Mm -hmm. i know when i started working with Teresa. now when i was working with the other person. They were really good with helping me even begin the process of really getting it off. Right. 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 But um, that was a mindset thing, too, because I had to realize and even working with Teresa that it wasn't about him. It was about me. Yeah, he did some stuff and it messed really messed with my mind. I was like, I ain't working nobody, you know, but that was his (laughs) issue, not mine. And so when I began to work with Teresa, I had to begin to realize you know, like I, I was straight up with her. I don't do burpees. It's just what I told her. I don't do burpees, <laughs> and I and them them mountain things you do on the floor. I wow. told her what I don't do. <laughs> I told her what I don't do, what I won't do, and and then I also shared my limitations, right? Because you know, being someone who has lost over a hundred pounds, that means that sometimes my joints will go, girl, don't you know that fat was covering that pain? You know, and you'd be like, oh, wait a minute. I didn't know that was happening. Well, you had fat covering it the whole time. And that's just the truth. That's the reality, right? So y'all know I speak truth. Now I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings, but listen, these are, these are the consequences of being overweight. And when you lose weight, your body begins to show you where the fat was protecting you, right? But because it was harming you, just, you know. And so, and wow, that just hit me. Like that's almost like physical abuse because your abuser will try to protect you while they're harming you. I won't hurt you anymore, baby. Here's some roses, here's some fly, you know, here's some ice cream here, you know. And with fat, it's like, girl, just go get you that two piece. Go on and go get that. Go, and then it's telling you it loves you, right? And and but when you begin to lose weight, like when I left my ex, when I left abuse, I began to see how badly I was in this just toxic place, right? And I had to do a lot of work. And that was the same thing when I began working with Teresa. It was like, wait a minute, you can't just exercise, right? You got to eat right because everybody knows that health and wellness, weight loss is 80-20. What's that? 80% how you eat, 20% how you move, right? So it's not 80% how you move and then 20% how you eat. And 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 um, I had to do a mind. It wasn't even a mindset. I had to work with myself emotionally. 
because I could believe that I was getting ready to look like Mary J. Blige and Michelle Obama all day long, right? With the Jill Scott body, though, you know, they don't have a Coke bottle. But Jill Scott got the Coke bottle, okay? So, so I could believe that all day long. But then once I started doing that emotional work, a few things came to me. Number one is, you know what? Unless you get a whole bunch of major surgery, you probably not going to be looking like that. But I had to accept that, right? Because again, another consequence of being severely overweight is you have loose skin. Now, and I had to work on that because I had body image issues when I was losing the weight. I had it before, but losing the weight, it was worse. Because I was like, what is this jiggling? This is supposed to be muscles. I'm doing all this working out. So I had to work on that. Now, will my skin tighten? Yes. Do I believe I'll be jiggly all my life? Nope. Because me and God, we got something going here, right? But I'm saying all this to say that it's really important that you do that emotional work as you are working out and that you change the way you talk to yourself. I had to change the way I talked to myself. I couldn't look in the mirror and I'm going to say it naked. It's just life, right? You can't look in the mirror naked. Come talk to me. You need some soul care, period, point blank. I couldn't look at myself naked and go, oh, look at all of that, girl. Because I would sabotage my body. I was abusing myself with my words. I'm going to say that one more time because somebody needs to hear that. I was abusing myself with my words. And so I had to begin to look in the mirror at me naked and go, you are gorgeous. You are beautiful. Look, girl, look at them muscles. I'm always telling AJ and Teresa, y'all see my shoulders? Look at this shoulder work. Look at that, right? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but you do look good, though, girl. So See? You know, all you got to do is look at one of my photo shoots. And you be like, dang. You know, like when I took my last photo shoot, <laughs> I still had some belly. And I know why I got the belly, because I've been eating stuff. I ain't got no business eating. Teresa know why I got the belly. AJ know why I got the belly, because I've been eating stuff. I ain't got no business eating. But I'm honest, right? I am so honest about that. But here lately, I've been like, okay, girl, if you want to get that belly gone, but I still look good. If you want to get that belly gone, you're going to have, because one thing AJ taught me is mama, with your belly, it's more about what you eat and not about the exercises you do. He said, there are people who do all kinds of exercises, got big bellies because of how they eat. You know, walking around all muscle bound. And then they got <laughs> these big bellies because of what they put in it, right? I I want to say, not to cut you off, but so I remember the first time I figured that out. Uh, it was a dude who went to college with me. And I said, man, I'm, I'm trying to get to your size, man. I'm, I'm trying. He said, no, don't, no, don't get to my size. I said, what you mean? He said, do you know why my chest and my arms are so big? I said, no, nah, don't mean because you, because you, because you, you know, you swole, man. And he said, nah, it's because my my stomach is big, so I make my chest and arms big so that my shirt poke out more, so you can't see my beer belly. I <laughs> kid you not, he said that to me. <laughs> but I mean, and listen, and he was real. He was honest about it. He said, if I quit drinking beer and if I eat a certain way. He said, my stomach will shrink. He said, but I like beer and I like burgers. So my stomach won't shrink the way it need to. Yeah. I just had to throw that out there. <laughs> I like burgers too. That's a part of the problem. I'm like, and not that I eat them all the time because I don't, right? But the problem is, is that I also know that my body doesn't need bread. It doesn't need a lot of grain. It don't need grains. Teresa and I have gone through this. My body did a total... It transformed even more when I did that, when I was like, oh, wait a minute, doing this paleo stuff is kind of good here. But what did I do? Oh, look at that piece of pound cake. Let me just go on it. See that pound cake? Let me just have a, let mm -hmm. me have a piece of it. Mm, I got some vanilla ice cream. And not all the time. Yeah. And you don't have to do it all the time. The bottom line is that stuff affects you for days to come, right? So it's like if you eat bread, trust me, y'all hear me. When I eat bread, sometimes my stomach is bloated for three, four days. And not because I'm backed up or anything, because it's just pure. My body is like, I don't like this. Why are you doing this to me? Right? So, so we, again, that's that abuse. That's the, that's that abuse piece. So I love where, what I love about working with Teresa is the wonderful thing about this. I call it kingdom health. 
and wellness because God has a plan for all of us, right? Yep, so what yep. I love is that it's very, you know, who we are to God is customizable. We're not robots. We're not made on a on a uh, what they what's that line called? I can't think. Conveyor of it. belt. A conveyor belt. You know, we're not molds. We're not. We're not. You know, like you. I have some uh, hot cocoa bomb molds in there. So all of them will probably come out the same, right? We're not made like that. When God created each of us, our mold was broken because there's nobody like us. And so that means my body makeup may not be like Teresa's. It's definitely not like AJ's because he's a man. So if even he's had to learn, you can't work. And I'm in my 50s doing this stuff. But y'all watch, come 53, watch 54. And 55, y'all gonna be like, are you 55 or 25? I'm like, baby. <laughs> but even AJ has had to learn how to customize the, and I've seen him do it, right? Teresa, that's something you probably had to learn how to customize according to that person, because you want them to stay on the track to eating healthy. So when I tell her that I had, you know, a piece of a burger, she shake her head, but then she leave it alone because she, she, she already told me what I don't need to do, period. But customizable is like, okay, she had, she had a burger. I'm not getting ready to trip right now with her. You'll, if she keep eating burgers, then we're going to have a conversation. And so you you understand how to work with the people that come your way. So what I want, here's a question for you. When it comes to, this is for the fitness trainers out there who are listening, for the people who are in health and wellness, and they, they think that they got it together, but everybody's in the same mode. How do you begin the process or even thinking about Treating people or training people according to who they are. That's a whole thing right there. That's so, it's such a good, that's a good question. You've mm -hmm. said so many good things too. I, ooh, uh, you talked about the negative self-talk. I'm going to get to your question, but one of the things that you said that you do is you stand in front of the, the mirror and talk to yourself. You know, mm -hmm. you had to reframe how you talk to yourself. And AJ mentioned the same thing. We'll have clients who are working out and their self-talk is painful. You mm -hmm. know, it's so, it hurts to hear them, you know, say the things to themselves. And that's one of the things I have clients do is stand in front of the mirror and talk to themselves to mm -hmm. change their self-talk. You do it naked. There are women who can't do it at all. You know, with clothes on, it's just mm -hmm. so hard. So um, I just really wanted to speak to that because that is one of the things you, if you can't see the change in your, then it's not going to stay. We have to see that we can be better. We have to be able to see it. So that was really important. As far as, you know, fitness trainers, the whole, the industry is not, the industry says, do this, do this, do this, and people will get this result. Right. Mm -hmm. That is, you know, that's pounded at us. Mm -hmm. So what you, if you are a kingdom trainer, that's the, the difference. If you're the king, a kingdom trainer, you are training people to advance the kingdom of God. And so we have an understanding that God cares about our health, mm -hmm. cares about us whole. So as a trainer, your responsibility is to care about what God cares about. And that's not going to be the same for everybody. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to listen to what God has to say about this individual and train them? You know, we're using the, the knowledge that we have, mm -hmm. the, the education we have. How mm -hmm. is that going to work for this specific person? Right. And for me, I'm praying about it. You talked about the, the you know, the, burgers or something you know like i'm praying about that like you know lord how are we going <laughs> how are we going to get retired to give up grains you know yeah and god is like present the information to her so i present the information you know reminder okay you know like god is telling me what to do mm -hmm. and this is what blows and i love working with you uh specifically because when holy spirit <laughs> shares something with you 
you're going to do it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there'll be times where I'm like praying about something. I'm like, Lord, you know, what we, you know, what are we going to do? Because I need this to, you know, this would be so much, so beneficial if she does that. You know, and and I got the face from Latara, the face that says, you know, we ain't, I ain't doing that. You know, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then she'll send me a message, and it'll be like, I guess I'm gonna go ahead and give up grains for the month of such, and I'm like, yes, because it's not, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not me. It's what God has for her, yeah. and that's what my job is to do: is to present what God has for you because I'm praying about it too. You know, I want to see you walk healthy and strong in your purpose. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you, you know, it, it don't hurt my feelings when somebody eats pound cake, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm prayed about it. I done presented the information, you know, we're going to see the fruit of your labor because that's, you know, that's what, that's what we're here for. That's mm-hmm. what we're doing. Yeah. So, yeah. As, a, as I think you got to be a kingdom trainer, though, because otherwise, um, what are you advancing? Mm, trying to advance good. your pocketbook. That's good. Exactly. That's good. Yeah. And see, I want to I follow that up with, yeah, you mentioned something that the industry does. It really gives like a one-size-fits-all approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... And I, I I started out with that one size fits all approach, and then I really realized that things like you know the BMI and the scale and the body fat percentage and all of that, you know, just because I'm you know just because a person is five seven don't mean that you know they need to be one hundred and twenty two pounds because not everybody's built like that, right? And so one one thing that I had to realize I had to stop saying that. And when I kind of took that kingdom approach, mm-hmm. training and doing business with the kingdom approach comes with grace mm-hmm. because you don't have a one. Grace is not a, a it, it, that's not a one size fits all approach. That's a, I'm gonna meet you where you at and I'm gonna walk with you this way. You know, uh, 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 so, so, um, for example, I love using my clients as examples. I got a client who uh, she loves English muffins. And so I said, okay, if you won't give up your English muffins, I will make a deal with you. Find this type of English. I said, find a multi-grain English muffin because I'd much rather you have multi-grain than that blueberry one that you be eating every morning. (laughs) 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 And... And and she said, "Are you serious?" I said, "Yeah, yeah listen, I'm not gonna. I understand that as a part of your, your real routine. You love your ink, cool. But the grace that's there says, let me meet you here, mm-hmm. so we can still get to these results. Because even though we're not completely cutting something out, if we can at least find a better direction, then we can get somewhere." And that is a very important thing. And, I, and I, I'll, I'll hand it back off to mom with, with my mom with this. You know, that's a very important thing because you want, I think, especially as a trainer, I fully believe I want people to know that I care and that I'm going to handle this with care, handle this with a certain amount of grace. Somebody just told my mom last week that they felt like I'm going to toot my own horn here, that they felt like I was the first trainer they had that actually cared. Care. Mm-hmm. And that meant a lot to me because, you know, sometimes I'm going, man, am I, re- am I really good at this? You know, but I've realized the more I handle these things with grace, the more I sit and say, you know what? Cool. Let's actually just do it this way, because even though that way we both get what we want, this is a healthier option for you, which is what I want. But you still get to keep that pound cake, so to speak. <laughs> it's yeah. just a different version of it, you know, so I, I just wanted to kind of point that out and just say a lot of what I heard from you was you handle your business, you handle your clients with a a tremendous amount of grace. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's really good. And you do. And you do handle your clients with a lot of grace. You still haven't found a comparable solution for me with bread, but I'm, you know, I'm... (laughs) 
Like, I mean, I have, like, I, you know, do the cauliflower bread every now and then, but then that stuff gets expensive. So I'll just be like, you know what, well, just don't eat bread. Get some lettuce and put some meat in it and be happy. <laughs> <laughs> there you, go. you know, or know that if you're going to eat the bread, eat it once a week, Latara. Don't eat it two, three days, you know, out of the week or what have you. But, you know, what I, what I, I was sitting up here thinking as AJ was talking is that one of the things that, I watch you do during our sessions um, because we have the sessions with like any, like anyone who's in your stream paying for different things. And then we have the semi-private, which is what I do. But one of the things you do is you, you know, your you've talked to your clients enough to know what, this is the customizable piece. And I, this is what I love about you. And we'll be sitting there and she'll go, okay, Latara, grab those 15s, you know, don't you grab those 15s because Latara can do it. You get them fives. You see, and it's like, and, and they may feel offended, you know, or I might get mad, but she's working with you. She understands where you are because she flows in grace and she's praying about it. She knows what your body does. Now she knows that I also, I work out with AJ. And here's the thing about what I love about, this is how the kingdom works. This is community, right? Collaboration. AJ sends her picture. So she knows what I'm doing. She knows what I look like when I'm doing it. Right. And, and, and he says, I'd be like, you know, this really hurts. And he said, well, your trainer loves it. And I go, because he's just like, <laughs> he's almost like a proxy in an in-person proxy since Teresa is in another state, but they talk about my body and AJ knows my body because, you know, one of the reasons I think AJ and I couldn't train early on is because he did have that mindset of if they can do it, you can do it. Move, mama, move, you know? And I would cry and I would cuss, you know. <laughs> but that's Come because on. at the time he wasn't flowing in grace. He was right. flowing in hustle. That's a big difference. He was grinding. But I watch you and how you do what you do. And, and I think that there are some lessons that a lot of Christian trainers could learn to become kingdom. Because there's a difference. Period, point blank. There's a difference. And, 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 and whenever I say period point blank, cause I know I don't make somebody mad. There's a difference. <laughs> and I don't care about making you mad, <laughs> but I love it because even in me not doing burpees, I still do burpees, but you modify them. And I'm like, Oh, I'm doing a burpee. AJ had me doing burpees, but you probably seen it on the bench last week doing these burpees. Right. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm doing burpees. And, it, and I still moved. I worked out a lot. But I love the way that you can see each person and know, right? Like, you know, with me, you don't have to really get on me about form a whole lot because I pay attention and I watch you, right? And you may have to watch me with speed. You might go, Latara, come on. You lifting them weights too fast. One, two, one, two. I'm just telling y'all how that go. But <laughs> it benefits me. And that's what I love, that you pay attention. That's that thing that lady was talking about last week with AJ. He cares. And it's not about the money and it's not about the number of clients you have. He, It's about how you care and how you carry the Holy Spirit as you're working. These, you can't shift, right? You can't shift and go, oh, I got the Holy Spirit over here, but once I get in the gym, it's on. No, if you are... A believer in Jesus Christ, you got to carry grace with you wherever you go. And so that means that you may have to talk to 10 different people when they're working out. Tell person number one, do it this way. Person number two, do it that way. Person number three, you may have to do that. And, that, and, and we have to be okay with that, right, as trainers. This is what I, well, I'm not a trainer. Y'all have to be okay with that as trainers. I'm not a trainer, even though I want to take a certification class, but I do. I want to do one of them amped up certification classes, but I'm just like, that's not your flow right now, Latar. That's not your flow. Whew, taking everything in me. <laughs> right. But, but I want you to talk to that Christian trainer who knows that they go into the gym and they grind their clients into the ground, like wear them out, not realizing that they're causing more harm than help 
talk to that person? How can they start a shift? Yeah, uh, I think it starts with a shift in the person, you know, and maybe that shift is already happening. And we talked about advancing the kingdom of God and what is the kingdom, right? God's rule, God's reign, God's culture. And are you creating that environment for your clients to train in? You know, are they, it, do you have a kingdom culture in your business? Uh, do they, are they experiencing that in their workout? And I know um, for me, the change, I remember the first time I was in a workout at the YMCA with a client, uh, with two, I had, it was a semi-private session and um, I, I came in and I looked at their bodies and how, you know, the physical was presenting that day. And the Lord was like, you need to stop and pray for them. And we are in the middle of the YMCA. And I was like, uh, <laughs> excuse me, you want me to do what in the middle of this? Why with people working out on machines, you want me to stop and pray? And the Lord was like, yeah, I need you to pray for them. And so I was like, uh, okay, Lord. <laughs> and so I said, are you guys okay with me praying for you? And they were like, yeah. And I didn't know, you know, I kind of, I didn't really know the, the spiritual background of both of them. And um, I pray for them. But, you know, you as a trainer, you are trained to look at the physical imbalances that are showing up. And in looking in that, for me, I can also see, uh, you know, we see physical, like a muscle that's not in alignment. And then you, you also see the spiritual that's out of alignment. And so, I, you know, I prayed for them and um, we had a great session. And one of the, one of those, uh, the, both of those clients are both with me still today. And this was years ago. But one of them says, you know, she's worked with other trainers before. And um, she'll say that that's the reason that she decided to stay with me is because of that. And not because she's a super uh, spiritual person, but she knew how much I cared about her and that I was going to take out the time to, um, to do what I know the Lord was telling me to do. So we have to really understand what kind of environment we're creating. And if we are a Christian that cares about the kingdom, because that's different. You know what I mean? You can mm -hmm. be a Christian who, you know, um, is still trying to separate those things. But if yeah. you're trying to advance the kingdom of God with your business, then you want to have a, cre a, a kingdom culture in your business. And as a trainer, you are carrying out your business, you know, like you're walking around with it. Um, you're creating that environment between you and your client. And so you have to bring it into there and the kingdom doesn't hustle and grind, mm. you know, so um, you can't bring that to your training session. Mm -hmm. So you have to, you know, the Lord is going to have to show you how you're going to train your clients and get results the results that he has for them when you're training them. That's good. That's good. That's real good. And as you were talking, I thought about the opposite in me, right? The, the client. It's important for you all who are on the journey or you're thinking about getting on a more healthier journey, um, whatever that might look like for you. It's important that one of the things I always say is there's a reason why God gave someone the idea to begin personal training as a um, certification, as a, a, a course of study. There's a reason why someone said, you know what? People need to learn how to exercise right. You know, it's a reason why, because listen, there's no idea in the, in the, in the, in the mind of God, in the mind of man, that is a good idea and is good for people that God did not place in man, period. Point blank. That's for those of you who think that, you know, your thoughts and ideas, which are really good, are not from God. They, you know, anyway. Um, 
And it's important because I watch people start the exercise process. I watch people when you're working, when you are working us out. And I've told you, I was like, they ain't heard nothing you said. They gonna hurt themselves, right? You can say what the form is like, but they still go, you know, instead of doing the uppercuts like a toaster, they do it, waving their hands all over the place. I'm sorry, if anybody's listening, that's what you do. I apologize. If you wanna know if that's you, just ask me and I'll tell you, yeah, you one of them. But anyway... <laughs> There's a reason why you need, I think, before you even begin, and you don't have to necessarily keep a trainer, consult with them. And when, if you decide to consult with them or hire them, listen to them. Because you don't know. If you did, you'd be a personal trainer. Did you hear what I'm saying? Right? And then I'm going to be very honest here. Make sure the people you are working with are certified. Because there's a lot of trainers out there who aren't certified. And so they may be leading you down the wrong path for your body. Right? So as, as, as a client, I want to just, again, admonish other people to learn how to, first off, do your research, ask, ask for testimonials. How was this person? What is this person? You know, you know understand your budget and listen. Don't put them as a side a side piece on your budget. You know how people do when they get paid on payday. They take care of home. And for those who have a side piece, they go take the side piece out to dinner so they can get what they want later on that night. I'm just going to be honest, okay? Your trainer is not a side piece. I work, Teresa, into my budget. Right. I wanted to do semi-private training. And I was like, okay, January, I was like, Teresa, I can't do it this month because I got to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm, you know, this is this is the month when people don't want to do nothing because they paid off all them high Christmas bills they done made. And so, and so they broke. They 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 say they broke. They ain't got no money because you know, Jimmy and Ann got all them toys that they ain't playing with today. So <laughs> So sometimes my income is not where I needed to be. So I couldn't work her in, but I knew I needed to move from just a virtual studio exercise to more private training. So the option for semi-private came up and I saw what the price was and I was like, okay, you know, and I said, Could I, should I do two times a week, once a week? So I suggest you do once a week because I come to studio. I always come to the studio version too. And then she knew I was going to start working out with AJ in the gym. So she said once a week. Okay. So I worked that into my budget and now it's there and it is on my in my expense sheet. It is a line item. <laughs> this is important, right? Healthy groceries are in my expense sheet. I'm grocery I was I'm I'm grocery shopping today cuz I know this month how I want my body what I want to do to my body. And that's giving more vegetables, giving more plant, plant protein, plant, you know, plant-based foods. That's what I want to do this month. And no meat. It's going to be so hard. Just a little bit of fish. That's the only flesh I want for this month. So it's, it's important, so very important for those of you who are thinking about walking this journey, that you, you, you get someone who knows what they're doing. Please do that. Please, please do that. Be prayerful. Be prayerful. Right? Anything you want to ask AJ or say? I just want to add this. Uh, because of what you just said, this is my soapbox as a trainer. <laughs> For everyone watching, please know the difference between a fitness influencer and a fitness trainer. There is a gigantic, gigantic, I'm talking Grand Canyon gigantic difference between a fitness influencer and a fitness trainer. A fitness influencer is someone who influences you to try to look like them through one size fits all plans that is often called that are often called customized and individually customized. Um, how do I know that? I know a fitness influencer personally. So <laughs> I could put I could put it out there. I'm not gonna say that person's name, but I know a fitness influencer personally. Um, and they have told me that is what they do. 
Now, a fitness trainer is someone who can assess, plan, follow up, reassess, and then plan some more. It's a whole different flow. Anyway, please mm-hmm. know the difference between the two. Uh, because honestly, uh, the industry is flooded <laughs> with fitness influencers who are passing themselves off as trainers. So yeah, definitely know what y'all getting into. That's, that's really good. I just, I'm a, that's really good. I think, and even in the wording of that, I think when people are looking on Instagram, they don't understand that they're looking at a trainer versus an influencer, but just the wording, who are you letting influence you? Right. It's a fitness influencer. Mm-hmm. Their job, that's what they're doing. They're trying to influence you. Yep. And if you are being easily influenced, what does that say about your identity? Ooh, we get our identity from Christ. So you should, Are you? if you're following a fitness influencer, are they trying to point you to Christ for your identity or they're trying to point you to themselves? That's, you know, they're trying to create another, whatever their name is, you know, I'm trying to point you to Christ and for you to get your identity. And that that's because I have a kingdom, a kingdom mandate that mm-hmm. says so. Right. So um, I think, you know, when you're choosing your trainer, you know, who are they pointing you toward? When I was where I remember one time I was trying to make a decision and Latara was like, you know, ask Holy Spirit. You know, she could have said, you know, pay me this amount of money. You know, like she said, she pointing me to Holy Spirit because that's where you want to get your answers. I just there's one thing I wanted to point out. You when you were talking about your budget, it's because your health is a priority. Yes, mm-hmm. I was having a conversation with some um, ladies, and they were in their thirties, late twenties and thirties, and I was saying, you know, you need to know your values, you need to know your priorities. And one of them said, well, I don't want to think about fitness and health as a priority because that means that's something I have to do. Like my priorities are the things like my job. And it is though, <laughs> it's something you have to do. You know, I'm sorry that you think of your priorities as drudgery. That's a mindset thing, mm-hmm. but it is a priority. And if you don't prioritize your health now, It'll be an emergency later. So, you know, know your values, know your priorities, and then make your decisions and your goals based on what you value and what's a priority for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I love that. And and I love that. That means I just, that's going to have to be a whole other podcast. I talk about values, priorities, and needs when you talk about that. But that's true, right? You, you're so on it. I, this conversation was so good. And um, and necessary. Uh, I think we don't talk about fitness enough in the kingdom, and um, the kingdom is whole. It's whole. I will say that I'm, when I die, I want y'all to put on my tombstone. She said the kingdom is whole. <laughs> gotcha. I gotcha. Got it, son. Gotcha. She said the kingdom is whole. She want right? to be cremated, but I'll make sure that happens. Oh, I do want to be cremated, right? <laughs> so on my thing, get a plaque. Just get a plaque. Get a plaque. Get a plaque. She plaque. said the kingdom is whole, right? Um, and we have to understand that God cares about us. You know, everybody trying to get their spirit right. Get your body right. Because if you get your body right, then you just might get your soul right, which means you just might get your spirit right. Somebody need to hear that because listen, if your mind, if your if your soul, if your if if all of you is not right, then none of you is right. Uh-oh. There's growth all the time, right? So I think it's important that, you know, I, I tell people all the time, you know, I listen, there's some stuff I struggle with. God be like, girl, get on that floor this morning. You want me to get on the floor? I, I got to do the floor today, God. I want you on the floor every day for a week. And if I miss a day, I be like, oh, I missed the whole day. And then God go, it's okay. Because that's how he is. You know what I'm saying? I said all that to say we still struggle. Nobody is perfect. There's a difference between whole and perfect. I'll talk about that on a whole other episode. So this was good. 
This was good. Um, Teresa, what do you have going on and how can people connect with you? Well, you can find me on uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook at Sisterhood of Strong, um, or on the website, www.sisterhoodofstrong.com. We have room for private and semi-private clients right now. If you are looking for a kingdom trainer who is going to speak to the body, mind, and soul, then um, you should come check me out. Yes, that's good. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, tell us about your classes, though. I need for I need people to know that too. Okay. Yes, I uh, have group classes. So if you're not interested in like a more private setting, we have boxing on Monday nights and uh, Wednesday morning. We have per, um, strength training, and then on Saturday, our most popular class is Ant Build, thirty minutes of high intensity interval training Oof. that is, you know, customized for you. So if there are certain moves you cannot do, we come up with different ways to get the same uh, benefits without necessarily um, getting on the floor or jumping and hopping. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Cause I don't jump and I don't hop. I'm too, I'm too cute and bougie for that, but I sweat. Right. And I don't, I don't jump and hop also because I'm 53. I got and, and I've been again. I joints say, girl, if you jump too much, watch what I'm gonna do to you. Right? right. So that's good. So you guys listen. I can I can those classes are so great. They're so good and they're reasonably priced. I had to make her go up last year. I was like, we're not gonna stay there. You going up. And they're virtual, and I love that. So you can you can do that. Um, they're fun, and you know. She don't force you to come on camera, yeah. right? So this was good. I appreciate you. AJ, any last words? Thank you so much, Teresa, for being on. Uh, you know, you, you don't know it. You don't know it, but you have inspired me uh, to, I was actually talking to my mom about uh, starting to pick up some virtual options. So, Thank you so much for what you do. It inspires me daily. Thank you for what you're doing with my mother. Uh, I appreciate that more than you even know. So you are so yeah. welcome. You're so welcome. Yeah, I really I appreciate you too. I um, and I think I've shared this with your mom, but I was praying about her getting under uh, heavy weight. You know, I, I was like. I know that that's what she needs. And I was mm -hmm. like, you know, Lord, I, I need her to be able to do that. It would be so much beneficial, you know, but I want her to be safe. And then um, then the opportunity came with AJ. And I was just like, so, you know, because I deeply love my clients, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, as a trainer, like you put, handing somebody off. Yeah. <laughs> he else. Yeah. So, uh, I, but I knew that's what she needed, and um, and so the the opportunity for her to train with you, just I love it. And when you send me the pictures, I'm just like my heart is just so happy because I love it. I love it. It's just I'm, I'm yeah. rolling my eyes, y'all. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> that is good. He is. Isn't he good? He is. Isn't he, he good? Is. I just love how he works those things out. So this was so good. And I just had a couple other topic ideas. I think we've got to put you in the rotation like we're doing with Dr. Tony and um, and Miss Adele, uh, because I think these are topics to really talk about. You know, Tony hits that spiritual end. And then here's Dedrick talking about that finance stuff. And, you know, and then, you know, you're talking about these health things. Uh, I think we've got to have you guys on at least once a quarter, because I think that's important. For us to, you know, okay, Holy Spirit, that's how that's going to work because God's just showing me wisdom and perspective. And we're funny about who we allow to be on this show because we want you to come with God's wisdom and his perspective. So, um, and that's what this is all about. It ain't about me and AJ's wisdom and perspective. Even though Bussy means wisdom from the mouth. We're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up. <laughs> We're about to wrap this up. Yes, we are. So this has been great. I appreciate everyone who, who is listening. Listen, you guys, share these podcasts out. We want to get our numbers up. We want to get our numbers up so we can begin um, doing things like subscriptions. And I have some thoughts and ideas around that, like some personal podcast type 
you know, things for our for our listening audience and those who subscribe. But if you don't share, if you don't, and if you don't subscribe, if you listen and you ain't click subscribe, I need you to do that. Stop letting stuff that's good be the best kept secret, especially kingdom stuff. Come on, y'all. You sharing all them fitness influencers. Okay, with that, I'm going to say everyone have an awesome, <laughs> awesome week. We will see you all in our next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on Perspectives, the podcast. We are so glad that you decided to hit play and take a listen to what we had to share today. Do us a favor. If you're not a subscriber, go on and hit that subscribe button. Whether you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, or any listening platform, we welcome you as a subscriber. Have a great day and we will see you in the next episode.